Welcome to Fireside Nets. This is a Nets podcast, and I'm speechless right now, Pete, because the Brooklyn Nets are turning over a new leaf. I don't know what to call it. We just dominated four quarters against a hungry Utah Jazz game, 147-114. We're going to get into that in a second. Uh, We're going to talk a lot about you know, hypothetical trades today, former Nets not wanting tribute videos, but we have to start with that performance from the Nets against the Jazz, 147-114 at home, and the return of Ben Simmons. What else can you say? He should have, maybe he should have been starting, like almost putting up a triple-double. What do you have? He had 10 points, 11 assists, 8 rebounds. Uh, I think we had, what, 7 Nets in double figures. This is the first win... I think in, I don't know, maybe a year that net fans could just put their feet back and just relax. You didn't have to have a heart attack in the fourth quarter. Just, I don't know. I think it's like a vacation. The Nets fans needed a vacation and we got it. This was, this was a nice vacation. That's a great way to put it. Uh, Every single second Ben Simmons was on the floor. Everyone's confidence just skyrocketed. Shots started to fall. Guys were, were moving the right way. And I'll give him credit. Like my expectations for him were not super high. I expected a few flashy plays here and there. I did not expect him to control the game every single time he was in the game. Uh, he was just magnificent tonight. And then, you know, when, when someone comes in and plays like that, everyone else follows suit, Pete. So Mikhail Bridges had a great game. Cam Thomas looked looked pretty good in that first half. He had 19 first-half points. Lonnie Walker had a nice game. Royce O'Neal hit big shots. The list goes on and on. Uh, talk to me about, you know, Ben Simmons. If there if, Was there anything you saw from him specifically tonight that had you hyped? And then, you know, a few other Nets who, who also played well. This looks like the offense that they were practicing with all the way back in the preseason – and we only had eight games of the Ben Simmons experience before. So it's kind of nice to see ways that he does open up the game. I saw a lot of people on Nets Twitter saying, oh, these guys were open. These guys were open anyway. How many times were these guys open a couple games ago? They weren't. Now, is Ben Simmons unlocking the whole team? No, he's not. But the numbers don't lie today. And the eye test does not lie either. The offense looks smoother. The guys look a lot more comfortable. And... uh I think Spencer did Spencer didn't win he score any points. I don't think so. Besides that, the he starting lineup two. were good. Two points. Yeah, Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie had two points from the free throw line. He did not have a bucket. With Ben Simmons back, Dinwiddie is kind of the odd man out. Like, like in all honesty, Simmons should be starting in Dinwiddie's place. Now, I understand why Dinwiddie's starting. I think we all do. Uh, he is not going to be a Brooklyn net. One would think post-trade deadline. So you want you want him to get out there. You want other teams to see that he can still play. Um, but you know who benefited, Pete, from Ben Simmons playing tonight? Cam Johnson, a guy who has not had a, a great season, has not met expectations. I've been critical of him. You've been critical of him. I, I think all of Nets Twitter has been critical of Cam Johnson. 17 points for him tonight, 6 of 10 from the field. 
Ben Simmons would walk the ball down the court, put it between his legs, and he'd set a pick for Cam Johnson. I don't think Cam Johnson is used to getting that service on the basketball court. Same with Cam Thomas. He did the same stuff. Simmons would bring up the ball. He'd set a strong pick. All of a sudden, Cam Thomas, who's had difficulty separating and, and, and playing out of double teams a little bit as of late, he was able to get going. He saw space, and he started to eat. And when Cam Thomas starts to eat, he feasts, right? So did Mikael Bridges. Bridges was incredible in this one. 33 points. He was a plus 33 on the night. Pete, talk to me a little bit about what you saw from, from our, our stud tonight. Just all better shots, open shots. Uh, one thing I actually wanted to get into, if you made a script about how the Brooklyn Nets are going to win a game, what what might you say? Bridges and Thomas leading in scoring, right? Ben playing defense, getting the rebounds, maybe get a, a CJ putting up 15 points. If the Brooklyn Nets are going to make a run, this is how it's going to be done, right? Yeah, uh, everyone everyone scored tonight. Every single person that played Pete scored tonight. From Harry Giles the fourth, who hit a three in garbage time, to, to Nick Claxton, who put up 11 and 10. Uh, you, you know, and then Noah Clowney got some play. He scored two from the free throw line. Every single net on the court scored tonight. You had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight nets in double figures. Uh, the, the ball was hopping tonight, tons of assists, and you're right. This is the formula for the Nets, right? Get the guard combinations you want, you know, with Lonnie Walker, Cam Thomas, Spencer Dinwiddie, and, and Mikhail Bridges. You figure all that out. You shoot in Royce O'Neal when, when you know, Simmons is out there. I think him and Simmons play nice together. Um, that second unit for the Nets tonight was huge, right? I think it was, it was Ben. It was Royce. Mikhail played a little with them. Um, Lonnie. There was no clacks. Lonnie, Lonnie was in with the second unit. And, and year at times. Yeah, Lonnie was great tonight. Uh, this is the formula. You're, you're absolutely right. Well, talk, I mean, there were so many. The, the cool thing about this game, Pete, there were so many highlight plays. You had Dennis Smith Jr., the fast break dunk, the alley-oop dunk from Dinwiddie to, to Dennis Smith Jr. in the fourth. You had the Ben Simmons pass from, uh, who was it? Was it Mikhail threw it up in the air and, and Simmons just tipped it in? You had a few Dinwiddie lobs. I mean, was there one play, and then you had the Simmons steal and dunk? Were there any one plays, Pete, that stuck out to you tonight? Man, maybe this doesn't get like a highlight play, but there was a play that Lonnie got the ball inside, and he kind of like threw it backwards to a Ben Simmons who caught it and just put it up and scored. And it's not the flashiest play, but I was just like, man, that looks pretty. And these are kind of like, I don't know, moves or like ball movement that you see from a team that actually wins. <laughs> yeah, this was uh no, look, the Nets have definitely been Jekyll a lot more than Hyde this year. Or no, Hyde was the crazy one. So, they've been Hyde a lot more than Jekyll uh and they've been bad. And and these last two games, we'll get into Houston a little bit. Um but this was one of the more convincing wins for the Brooklyn Nets in the last month and a half of basketball and a lot of that had to do with Ben Simmons. And, and, and I want to point to that tweet that Ben Simmons' agent made. You know, he was trying to stick up for his guy. And uh, Pete, I'm going to put my hand up. I made fun of him. He said, Ben Simmons will fix all the issues on this team. And for one night, he was 100% correct. 
I feel stupid too. I was with you just saying, saying the same thing. It just sounded like hype. It just sounded like cope against, you know, you're trying to hype up or maybe just defend your guy who's been, I don't know, out for how many months. Everyone's against him. And man, Ben Simmons just coming out and doing what he did today. What's his name? Bernie Lee must be like on cloud nine tonight. Like you stupid motherfuckers did not believe me <laughs> or some shit. I imagine that. I, I think you're right. I think that's exactly what he's saying. 10 points, 11 assists, eight rebounds, two rebounds shy of a triple-double in his return. Uh, ben Simmons, we salute you. H- hands up. You came in. I think you surpassed everybody's expectations. Let's see if you can stay healthy, and let's see if we can keep winning ball games. Do you think they can make a run if Ben Simmons puts up numbers like this every night? When I say run, I mean – make it into like a seventh or sixth seed? It really depends on what Marks does before the deadline. Uh, without right. knowing that, you, you know, and, and, and what Pete, what he, the Nets start winning, guys start to get more attractive, Marks can up his asking price, right? It's a lot harder for, for teams to fleece you when your team is winning ball games. So, um, look, everything helps when you're winning 147 points tonight, 43 points in the first quarter and 43 points in that fourth quarter. Uh, j- just a really good night for Brooklyn. If the Nets play like this, right? And by the way, we shot 47% from three, which is insane. That's not going to happen every night. Everybody hit their threes tonight. Cam Johnson hit his threes. Royce hit his threes. Um, you know, everyone was raining threes. Lonnie hit his threes. But – The thing that impressed me, Pete, defensively, we did a great job on Utah. You know, no one in their starting five had had more than 15 points. Uh, John Collins was the high man with 15 in the starting starting five. I know Keontae George finished with 21, but our defense was stellar tonight. And again, Ben Simmons making things happen. Dennis Smith Jr., both with highlight steals and highlight dunks. That was kind of the theme of the night. Yeah, look at look at Sexton. One of ten over two from three. He just put up six points. He had seven assists. Markinen, I kind of feel like this might be even more impressive. Four of twelve, one of four from three, 13 points. I don't know if this is the Ben Simmons effect. I don't know if JV switched it up, but like we have not seen defense like this from this team like in forever. You're goddamn right. It's been forever. And 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 Pete, look, there are things that we've wanted to see all season, right? Cam Thomas, we want him in the starting five. He started tonight. Ben Simmons, we want to see him on a basketball court. With this team that Sean Marks constructed, we saw it tonight. Cam Johnson, we want to see him hit open shots and do his job. Really good job by Cam Johnson tonight. The only player that just wasn't there and he didn't need to be there tonight was Dinwiddie. And I thought Dinwiddie made some he key plays. He got eight plays. assists, by the way. He, he did get eight assists. He, he got eight assists in, in 26 minutes. Um, no, I, I look just because he wasn't scoring the ball. I'm with you. I'm with you. He was there, but he that just didn't eat. He didn't eat as much as the other guys ate. No. You're right. Any, any, any final words, Pete, on this game before we move on? Nope, I'm good. Man, I was excited. I like hadn't I hadn't witnessed a win like that in a minute. Um, all right, before we get to the Houston game, a few little, you know. Nets news, if you want to call it that. Uh, very interesting back and forth with, with Kevin Durant and Nets Twitter. So I'm going to try to find this tweet. Uh, Pete, if you have it up, please let me know. Uh, basically, I do not. 
there there's a lot of talk about you know Kevin Durant getting a tribute video when the Phoenix Suns come to Brooklyn on Wednesday, and uh, I have the interaction here. In, you in got terms it now? of uh, yeah, I got it now. So yeah. Adam Arbreck, who's he a host of? Is that Locked On Nets? Adam Arbreck. I think so. I hope we didn't fuck that up. Maybe. Adam Armbreck, I, I know he hosts the Nets podcast. I just don't know which one. Uh, he wrote, yeah, lower profile guys get videos because there are no real stakes to their time with the team. A superstar talent is obviously tied to results. To be clear, I think they do give him one for the PR of it all, meaning the Nets give KD a video. KD responded, please don't. The night will be better without it. Nets frequent responded to Kevin Durant. He requested more trades than playoff series one during his time here. Why would we give him a tribute video? Kevin Durant said, seems like me and Nets frequent are on the same page. Pete, your reaction to KD just not wanting anything to do with a Nets tribute video. Well, I do have, I do have a little bit more, a, a continued quote. Uh, obviously you said me and the friends didn't connect, blah, blah, blah. But he does say that when his career is done, there'll be time for that. So everyone was kind of focusing on, oh, he doesn't want it at all. He's still playing. He says he's still playing. He doesn't want it now, maybe later. Uh, I've been a very big uh, defender of possibly retiring the number seven. I've gotten lots of vitriol. Everybody hates me for it. But I, I kind of think of it like this. 20 years from now, maybe 15 years from now, whatever, all the way down the road, this team still hasn't won a championship. The team's dry and people start have uh, start adding this thing called nostalgia into these teams and even now we're still talking about that team with the big three right that's only going to get worse as time goes on and i think eventually people will say you know what a lot of these records katie broke a couple nets records he's one of the best players ever to play for the franchise yes it's a very short time but i would not be shocked 20 years from now if number seven is retired I got guys like uh, Yellow. Uh, I got to say this guy's name. I promise I was going to shout him out because he always gives me shit. Badass Yellow Bird on Twitter. BK Tweety. He always gives me shit. Always trying to find evidence that he should not be, that number should not be retired. Uh, I'm still going to stick to that. We'll see what happens down the, down the road. What do you think? I don't think Kevin Durant gets his name retired with the Brooklyn Nets. He just didn't have enough of an impact here. Uh, was it sick to have a superstar of his caliber? He's the best basketball player to walk through these doors since Jason Kidd. And on the all-time list, he's probably higher than Jason Kidd, definitely higher than Jason Kidd. Um, but for Brooklyn, for the Nets organization, he was not as impactful as anyone on those early 2000s teams. Uh, and, and the farthest he went was the second round. So nostalgia aside, It'll be cool to look back and and think, man, remember remember that one stint KD had in Brooklyn? Like he was pretty good here. I mean, he was an MVP candidate for a few seasons, but no, I I don't think I don't think that they'll ever retire his number. I'm sorry, give him a tribute video or retire his number, either or. Well, you're crazy about the tribute video because that's gonna happen eventually. One, yeah. two, you shouldn't get uh, Spen. When was the last time we made it to the uh, the the third round, the conference finals? Was the last time we made it to game seven of the second round? It's been a while. Yeah, right. It's been uh, yeah. how many times in, New, in the last years in New Jersey that, that they made it? I, I, Pete, I it's just been I don't, a decade, I think. I right, don't bro? my team. Yeah, it's been a decade. 
But since when did rooting for that's the most successful teams round, had? So then don't, don't it sucks. I know. I get it. Well, are we gonna start shouting out Joe Johnson and Darren Williams because that team was hyped up too? Are they getting their numbers retired? No, I, but I think they're a lot better. I think uh, Katie's a lot better than them too. Eh, I saw Joe. That was my guy. More same birthday, me and him. Same birthday. Um, all right. So yeah, I look. I Katie's funny because like you never know when he'll pop up on Twitter, and the fact that he still reacts to Nets Twitter stuff is is great. Like he'll always have. And the funny thing is, like he said something about he didn't really connect with the fans here. Did you see that quote? I did. Yeah. I would disagree. I think the fans here are the biggest Twitter nerds in the world, myself included. And he's a Twitter nerd. It's so fast. So I thought they connected great. Same here. Um, all right, Pete. I wanted to move on to this hypothetical trade that you brought to my attention. So uh, I don't think that anything like this has been offered by either side. But no. Pete sent me uh, a link to a hypothetical trade between the Brooklyn Nets and the New York Knicks in which the Nets would receive five, I repeat, five first-round picks Evan Fournier, Quentin Grimes' contracts, and the Knicks would see would receive Mikhail Bridges. I did. I sent that to you. That's facts. Uh, Pete, the question is, <laughs> if you're the Brooklyn Nets, are you taking that deal? Before this game, I was <laughs> my thoughts might have been a little bit more pessimistic, but uh, I do have this, man, after the Knicks game, I just kind of had this gut feeling in my soul that, man, uh, Mikel, I, I would be sh- not shocked, but I could see Mikel Bridges in a Knicks uniform very easy. I would even say I think you'd want to be there maybe like a year like this, that all his friends are leading the charge in Manhattan. And the more and more I think about that, like I get anxious and shit. And I look at this, this deal pops up on my phone from Bobby Marks, uh, Obviously, like you said, it's not offered this hypothetical. And if we were to trade Bridges, those five picks, they had protections on them. I should should add context. There's some protections on a couple of them. I would want the protections gone. Players would have to be switched around a little bit. But just the idea of trading Bridges for five picks, what do you think about that? Am I crazy? It seems no, you're not, you're not crazy. And and the one thing I want to say, by the way, because I see some comments in, in here from uh, Ian and Potty66. Uh, and, and, and the theme of their comments is not to get too excited. Fact. Do me and Pete think that the Nets are about to go on some crazy run and take over the East? No. I, I don't have that much more faith in the Nets than I did the day before. Utah's not a great team. They're a playing team in the West. So trust me, I'm not – I saw this win and I thought – for one night, the Nets were the best team in the world. For one night, we probably put up the most points in the league. That's that, that, that's my sentiments right there. Back to what you were saying, would, would I take this trade for the five first-round picks? Well, if there's players oh. would be involved, you know what I mean? But just the idea. How do you feel about the idea of it? Yeah, I'm probably on board. Yeah, right? You have to be. Have to be. I'm shocked. I thought you were going to shit on me, actually. No, I, I'd 100%. I mean, five, five first-round picks. Like, I love Mikael Bridges, but that's, that's a lot of picks. It is. As, you know, and you look at Utah. You look at what they're building. Like, I don't know. They got look the five OKC. picks for Rudy, right? Look at OKC. 
Um, yeah, I think I think that's a that's a ridiculous haul. And if if I'm Sean Marks, if if you know that you're also like you're gonna move on from guys like like a Cam Johnson or someone else who who you'll get more picks for, like yeah, OKC the bitch, you know, like get as many picks as possible. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked. Yeah, Pete, I would never <laughs> shit on you. I, I respect you too much. I respect oh, your opinion you, too Scott. much. What a beautiful no man. Worries. I mean, if we talk about anything else other than Nets basketball, maybe, I, maybe, but this is a Nets podcast, right? This is a Nets podcast. Um, all right. I did want to get to the other win against Houston. Uh, we're not going to talk about the losses to the Knicks or the Timberwolves because we don't want to be here all night. And uh, they're just, they're not really noteworthy, right? Lost the Knicks 108, 103. Not an exciting game. Lost the T-Wolves 96-94. It's cool. Mikhail didn't have two free throws to, to tie the game and send it to overtime. That didn't happen. So we're not going to talk about that one. But we, we're, we are going to talk about Nets 106, Rockets 104. Uh, Pete, Brooklyn almost gave this game away in the fourth quarter. That had been a theme for the last several games. Luckily, they held on. The Rockets missed a few free throws, and, and that was that. 106, 104. What were your takeaways from this game? If this game would have went on for maybe 30 seconds longer, then it's definitely a lose, right? Yeah, 100%. Did you see that turnover, the the pass that Royce O'Neal made to, um, I don't want to get this wrong. It was Amen Thompson. Thompson. No, no, no. Well, right, but it was, but Amen Thompson picked it off. Oh, okay, okay. I see that was the yeah, player yeah. who hit the three. So, Mm. That happened, and I just got flashbacks to Russell Westbrook in Washington Ugh. hitting those three pointers. And I was like, oh my God, are we really going to do this again? Are we really going to choke this game away? Luckily, we won. Um, who do you remember who missed the free throws at the end? Was that then? It was Shangun? Yeah, Shangun, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, okay. He he missed the first free throw. He made the second. Correct. And then that was that. I remember. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, interesting game. Cam Thomas popped the fuck off for 37 points, went to the line 15 times, was 12 of 15 from the line, 11 of 19 from the field in, in 41 minutes. Uh, he was a plus 12. And then Dorian Finney-Smith, before he got hurt, he was a plus 20. He had 19 points himself, 7 of 12 from the field, 4 of 8 from 3. And he was able to break out of his slump. Um, I mean, three three solid quarters from Brooklyn, right? We, we we outscored or tied Houston in every single quarter and then got smoked in the fourth. Luckily, we held on and we were able to use some of that momentum into this Jazz win. Yeah, it's, I don't know. what This team is just so confusing to me. They literally survive by what? We said two points over here. We wound up having the rocket shoot. 39% from the field, 27% from three, but yet we struggle because our fourth quarter is just so uh, so anemic. Now, I want to see with Ben what happens now. Keep in mind, we won that game. We won the Houston game, but the symptoms were still there, okay? We're not cured yet of that fourth quarter thing. But you know what that game did remind me of? Do you remember a couple years ago, the Nets were on a losing streak, and Toronto missed a sh- I think Van Fleet missed uh, a three at the very end of the game, and the Nets wound up turning it around that season. I feel like that Houston game could be that kind of a propeller, plus adding in Ben Simmons, of course. And uh, I don't know. I feel I feel good. 
Yeah, I mean, you can only be on the other side of games like these so often. We had to have one fall in our favor, due, right? right? They were due. They, they, they were due. And, you know, the quote that I, I just fucking hate, and uh, I'm sorry, I, I love Mikhail Bridges. He's our guy. But this quote just drove me nuts. He goes, we just relaxed, and they, cl- they came out and played harder than us in reference to the fourth quarter. How is that possible, given your history? in the last several games of losing in the fourth quarter, how can you possibly come out flatter knowing that, Hey, this is the quarter we struggle, right? How does that happen? It's media talk. You know what I mean? It's just a media answer. I wouldn't take it too seriously. It's like, well, what, what is he going to say? We sucked in the fourth. Like, yeah, I don't know. No, that that, I don't that know drove me a little about. nuts. Um, the one guy on Houston who I just thought played great, who I wish was in net was Cam Whitmore. He was yeah, freaking points. killing us. Yeah, he, he had a nice game. Um, but overall, you, you know, you, you, t- you take the win against a young Houston team that uh, beat you. Didn't Houston beat us a few weeks ago? Yes, they did. Yeah, so this was a nice little revenge game. And, yeah, listen, we, we've won two games in a row. And I do, before I forget, that halftime, was it the shot before halftime by Lonnie Walker? Did you see that half? Like, yeah, that was big. Running three off the glass, that looked insane. When Lonnie Walker is on fire, I don't think there's another player on this Nets team I enjoy watching score more than Lonnie Walker. Like, yeah, Cam Thomas does it at a much higher clip, and so does Mikel Bridges, but there's there's a smoothness and, like, a classicness to Lonnie Walker. Like, I don't know. I, Cam Thomas, when, when he scores, he's, like, shredding a guitar, right? When Lonnie yeah. Walker scores – He's freaking playing a, a fucking violin, man, or a cello. It's it's beautiful the way he is. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's elegant. There's a fucking finesse to Lonnie Walker's game. That that shot uh, before halftime was awesome. Nets have won two games in a row. If they beat Phoenix on Wednesday, Pete, that's what we in the sports biz call a winning streak. Ooh, I'm excited. Phoenix is I'm hot. Excited too, man. Listen, this is this this might be the best basketball we see all year from Brooklyn tonight. So enjoy it. Don't take it for granted. Uh, let's come out hot against Phoenix on Wednesday, and that's all I got, Pete. All right, that's all I got for this pod this week. Nice quick episode. Should I uh, say say out my plug, sir? Yeah, plug away, my friend. Plug for life. I, I did a uh, trade deadline special with my guy BK Nets Forever Kool Aid. As you may know him in the Nets Twitter spheres. Oh, doing yeah. Very good work. Check that out right now at Netflix, you know, on Twitter and YouTube. And uh, yeah, check out Fireside next week. It's going to be a great episode. I know it. Hint, hint. Sorry, you said Kool Aid. And I just thought of like the guy, the Kool Aid guy. Oh, yeah. That's his actual name, Kool Aid. That's a pretty sick name. Shout out to Kool Aid. Um, awesome. And then listen, one quote to end it. Ben Simmons, this is one of the best things in terms of friendships that I've been a part of. I get to come to work with a bunch of friends that want to get better and compete. That was the quote after the game tonight. So shout out to Ben Simmons. Really happy for him. Shout out to Pete, co-host of this pod. Thanks to everyone for listening to another edition of Fireside Nets, episode 184. And like Pete said, tune in next week, and we will always catch you on the Fireside.